Hell yeah. Recording is in progress, according to the Zoom lady. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon, I have, I have camera news, which shit doesn't won't mean a thing because you already got I, I gave you a bunch of the old lenses that I'm not using right. anymore. <laughs> right. uh, but Olympus, uh, I think they're they're officially now OM systems or something like that. OK. Um, they have a new 20 millimeter lens coming out. It's a 20 millimeter 1.4. Um, okay. So it's like 40 millimeter equivalent. Um, I haven't uploaded any of my shots yet. Um, Hazel. There's a baby turtle. Baby turtles. Baby turtles. Baby turtles. Baby turtles. There's baby turtles. Uh, Hazel is reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid and they're baby Aww. turtles. All right. Good night, sweetie. Close the door. You're supposed to be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so potentially we could have more visits from <laughs> the Hazel. As, or as I was reminded after watching one of the old videos, the originator <laughs> of the yelling period. <laughs> the yelling the period. greatest version of the exclamation point I've ever heard. <laughs> the yelling I stand period. by it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so fucking good. good. Yeah. I, I I don't remember the context where she came up with that, but yeah, she was like, oh, it's an exclamation point. And she said, you mean the, the yelling period? And I was it's like, like yes, 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 I, I do. do. Yes, I yes, do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I no. did mean what you just said, not yeah, what I just said. Nailed it. Nailed it in one. <laughs> just that's a hole in one. Just 400 <laughs> yards out. Just. For Eagle, no problem. Just fucking nailed it. Yelling well period. Well done. Yelling um, period. Yelling period. Yeah. So uh, the 40 millimeter equivalent focal length, it's kind of weird. Um, it's, yeah. It's not a 35. So you get the, the journalistic style. It's not a 50. So you get that a little bit in. It's, it's kind of in between. Why? I don't, I don't know. But when I was shooting uh, the reception thing, I was using a, a 40. Um, cause it's compact and it's a F2 and I knew it was going to be inside. So I needed the extra, extra. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, is like, is 40 becoming like the new 35? The thing I don't understand about that logic, like it makes sense at first, but the thing that I don't get there is, aren't they taking away from sales of the 35 and the 50 by splitting the difference? Or is the thought process that you'll just sell more lenses and more cameras by just cutting the difference and realizing that like a 50 is fine and a 35 is old school, but like realistically what you end up doing is wanting a 35 with a zoom and you end up with a 40 anyway. So fuck it. I, I don't understand because um, the, the 17 that I, that I gave you, yeah, that's, that's their pro like 35 equivalent. I don't uh, know. I mean, and, the and, only yeah, I don't, I don't get the, I'm, I am not, well versed enough in the photography world to understand this strategic uh, move. I wonder if that is a sales thing based on numbers in a global market. Maybe. Because we, one, there could be different journalistic standards across the world. We have no idea yeah. what, what that really breaks down to. And also I don't know what, like, I assume they're able to take sales figures based on, based on, you know, just sending out to mass retailers and what have you and looking at, trends and what have you and being able to figure it out and just going, Hey, 
this has been moving really well this way, or we piloted this and for every 35 we sold, we sold, you know, 1.6340s. And that tells us that what we should probably start doing is just offering a 40 yeah. and letting people tell us that what they want is something smaller. Yeah, I, I don't know. Cause in the case of of uh Olympus, the 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 20 that they're coming out with, it's huge. It's not small like the one I gave you or or the 85 equivalent that I gave you. It's like uh, it's, it's a okay. chonker, it's a thick piece of glass. I mean, to be to be honest, there's there's an argument to be had that the camera that I have, for as much as I like it for the portability and everything, it doesn't feel pro enough mm. because of its actual size. Like there's a weird kind of uh, almost. Uh, I don't know if your parents said this. My dad always had told me. Here we go. That <laughs> when you when you bought electronics like a VCR, you wanted something fucking heavy because that means the components were mostly metal as opposed to plastic. And there's an argument to be had there of, well, in the case of a VCR, yes, because a VCR also doubles as a home defense system. So if someone's breaking in, you pick up right. a VCR, you yeah, break the want motherfucker. To be able, yeah, yeah, you want to fucking going El Cabon somebody, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. it makes sense. But yeah. I could also hear the argument of, a VCR from the 90s that is mostly plastic yeah. hasn't held up as well as something that was made in 86 that is like old school JVC will run. So like so long as you run the fucking head cleaner on it yeah. and take that cover off and blow the, the dust out every so often, yeah. that thing will run for fucking ever. Yeah, so like true. there's an argument to be had there. Uh, the counter argument for this, and this is my nerdiness coming in of my, being a car boy of going, yeah, but when Saturn showed up as a car brand, they were doing all plastic panels and a Saturn, if you maintain it, will run until the world stops <laughs> as opposed to some of the classic metal of the 60s and 70s and what have you, where like finding body panels for these cars has almost become impossible to the point where now there are fiberglass molds that they'll send you that like, if you want a 66 fastback Mustang, you don't order the sheet metal or you don't find an old one. You just order the fiberglass panels and just fucking bolt them onto whatever framework you build. Yeah. Right. And, and like you move the fuck on yeah. and that's just how that works. So like there's an argument to be had here of in cameras, especially Having something substantial in your hand feels better, which I can even acquiesce to, knowing that I have a much smaller camera than most. Even then, I still went and got that that extra cage piece that like gave me a bit of extra grip and a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. bit of extra heft to it. Yeah. So like I can almost understand that in a sense of you want to feel like you're buying a quality product and something that's kind of small and plastic ain't doing it. Counter counterpoint uh, for for other brands that's definitely the case like if you if you want a, a pro camera you're 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 there's a market that says you you want something chunky you want to be able to bang it around that is not why people buy into micro four thirds they yep, buy into 100%. micro they buy into micro four thirds because you know you can you i had i had two small bags i could have fit three lenses in a small bag yep. um, i just didn't have the right size but i had a i had a microphone bag and then like a random other bag and I handed it to you. Whereas yeah. if, if I was handling full frame Nikon lenses, I'm, I would have struggled to get a full frame lens 
into one of those little bags. So like micro four thirds is supposed to be small, portable, affordable. And that last part hasn't been like the affordability part has not been the case for a while. They've got the size down. They've got the portability down. But for some reason, a lot of the lenses and a lot of the gear are way too expensive. I assume part of the issue is the cost of actually developing all that stuff. Camera mm. manufacturers are probably looking to recoup some of that cost in the in the same sense. This is me grabbing the third rail here that I hear a lot of uh, drug manufacturers being like, we have to recoup the cost. So your pill has to cost four hundred dollars each. Oh, in the God. And it's like, you know, I like I understand that developing something in a smaller scale takes time and takes money. And you're you're basically taking what is existing and trying to do the same thing at exactly this four thirds size. Mm -hmm. And there's an argument to be had that making shit smaller makes it more expensive. Mm. Uh, Like fucking Apple's been telling us this for years Uh, until we were like, I want a tablet in my pocket. And we're like, fuck it. I'll give you whatever you want. You idiot. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Cause like for a while, Apple was basically like, you don't need any of this shit. Just buy the watch. That's all you need. That's all you need. And we're like, no, but I want the brick. I, I want, I want, I want an iPad that has a thing with a thing. And then I want to pay way, way too much for it. And then also I still want to have a brick. And then I wanted to have magnets on the back so that I can do the thing. And Maggie's. I can stick it to the thing. Maggie's right. everywhere. Maggie's right. And here my dumbass is like, yes, more of the, more of the fruit product, please. That sounds good. Like I'm, I'm super good with this. Yeah. All I ever wanted from Apple is to bring the fucking ports back. And now they brought the ports back on the MacBook pro and I'm still fucking bitter about it. I'm still bitter. I was so bitter. I <laughs> bought they took it, it away. I, they took it away. And so like when my machine was on the shits, I was like, there is no way I'm going to get a MacBook Pro because it doesn't have the ports I need. So I'm going to get this big giant fuck tower instead. And then Makes the next year they come out with the MacBook Pro with the ports. And I'm like. Makes sense to me. You, you bitches could have had my money. <laughs> it just could have had my money but also i can't play destiny on the macbook pro as good as it is so like maybe i won out at the end anyway <laughs> well fuck it uh new lens coming for your system it's way too expensive it looks great but it's way too expensive yeah that's that's usually how all those lenses work but yeah, yeah so any uh, usual all right i'll start it uh pause it here And uh, hey, we're back. We're back again. We're back Hooray. again. Tag team back again. Speaking of tag teams, Brandon Chalmers. <laughs> now, you <clears throat> and I know as fans of wrestling that before a match begins, there is there is a, an, a ring announcer who informs the audience who is fighting, what the stakes are, and tells everybody to get ready to fucking rumble. Brandon Chalmers, in your best ring announcer way, I would like you to introduce the millions and millions of listeners uh, that we have. 
who we are, what we do, what the fuck they're experiencing right now. Ladies and or gentlemen, prepare yourselves for our main event of the evening. Fighting out of Rockville, Maryland. He is, as some would say, the originator, the dominator, the man who brings the boom. He is Jamie Hangries and Master Nakuche. Nakuche. And his opponent for the evening, fighting out of Baltimore, Maryland. He is 250 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. You know him, you love him. He is the thunder from down under, and I'm talking about your cockles. Boomer. Brandon Chalmers. Chalmers, 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 Chalmers. All right. <laughs> Let's have a good, clean fight. We're going to keep it down to about a one-hour podcast. I want you guys, no rabbit punches, no hits below the belt, and absolutely, and I do mean absolutely, no talking about anything that is going to upset absolutely anyone. So oh. that means all of the pertinent topics that you think you want to talk about are absolutely off the market. Damn. That's right. We can't upset absolutely anybody because we put something out on the internet and everybody has an opinion. So, fighters! Touch gloves. Eyes on the prize. And three, two, one, podcast. <laughs> I, I will have everyone know that Brandon has no idea what's coming uh, when no, I do these, uh, these requests. <laughs> uh, because they're for me and only me. And it makes me laugh. Good. Uh, and it's, it's great. It's, it's like the one good thing that is occurring now. So that's great. If, if I've learned anything, Jamie, from our years of doing art fights, I'll do a show just for you. Even when you're not on stage, I'll be eyes on the prize because you'll be on the side of the stage or backstage or whatever. And I'll hear you cackling. And I know I'm doing OK. That's the idea. That noise, that noise brings me fucking life. Ah, yes, you are. You are performing for the most important person. Yeah. In that. Yeah. In that yeah. Room. And it's about fucking time you said it because I've been yelling it for years, <laughs> but it's really good of you to acknowledge. <laughs> uh, we, we no, we won't. Um, uh, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon Chalmers, uh, sir. Since last we met, uh, yeah, a a a ween of hollows, a hollows eve, yes, a Halloween, Halloween occurred, yes. and um, it is my favorite holiday of the year. I never talk about it. I don't, I don't get excited about holidays, but I like Halloween. I like, I like seeing people dressed up. I like dressing up when I have time. Um, so I want to know how your Halloween went. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, because 
my plan was to just talk about Halloween stuff. Okay, uh, last cool. week. So yeah, let's do um, it. I, I, I do want to get something out of the way because I, I wanted to take a sip. Um, so uh, the quick version is, is I had a wedding reception. Jamie was there. A bunch of people came back to the house afterward. Thanks to everybody who ended up coming. Jamie was fucking rad. Bought me a goddamn DOS boot. DOS boot. So, I decided to fill the boot this evening. <laughs> Jamie, here's the impressive part. I haven't had one sip of this. This is only two beers. Wow. You see how much, how much is left over here? Oh my God. So the it's it may seem like a random gift, and it is mostly a random gift. But um, when we would do Kineticon, Kineticon is a giant anime webcomics convention in Connecticut. Um, before that new area opened up and all the fancy, like the IMAX theater was there, the only place to hang out late at night was some bar next to a hotel. And yes. I, I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just remember the name of the beer being Naughty Nurse. Yeah, but you could get Naughty Nurse there. And I don't drink, so it doesn't make a difference to me. But yeah, the nice thing about it is you could get a boot. Yeah, you, bring you your could. Boot. <laughs> yeah, normally they would serve them in like big towers so you get like this gigantic thing that equals out to like 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 a pony kegs worth of beer um by the way speaking of beer big shout out to and i made sure to take a photo of it um evolution craft brewing uh their day crush sour ale uh courtesy of a one uh killer colleen and her better half bringing over a 12 pack of assorted uh ipas i am enjoying this very much so yeah thank you to them as well as evolution uh craft brewing for a delicious beer but yeah um the the, the place that i'm trying to remember the name of uh would end up serving beer and like the naughty nurse was a pretty like it was it was stronger but not like terribly strong i'm trying to think of the best comparison for it be i don't know maybe like a sam adams or something like that like it had a little bit more bite than a light beer but like it was nothing like IPA or it wasn't a meal like a Guinness or anything. So yeah, uh, it, it went down relatively smooth. And I definitely remember on those trips having way, <laughs> way too much beer. So there, uh, not, there is shit else to do. No, I get it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so to double back to my uh, my Halloween. So what I thought, and I'm going to throw my wife under the bus here. So we were supposed to celebrate why not? Uh, we were supposed to celebrate our dating anniversary on on Halloween because that was the day that we kind of like made it official for everybody to be like, hey, we're a thing now. Um, <laughs> I like your face. You like my face. I right. like putting my face on your face. Right. <laughs> and like Halloween is her favorite holiday as well. So like I was pretty prepared to do the like couples costume sort of thing and the whole nine. And like, maybe we go visit a friend and we do a holiday, like a Halloween party or what have you. And she fucked off and bailed on me and went to goddamn mystic Connecticut with her friends and spent a week, like hanging out and going to aquariums and orchards and all sorts of shit. Connecticut. So anyway, Connecticut. Connecticut. To my understanding, if you avoid Hartford and you go to Mystic, um, Mystic was also the place where my last art fight trip was. There's a naval base there. The kind people at the naval base were kind enough to host art fight. It's a quaint little sea town. Like it's there's it is very much like the epitome of what you would assume a small New England town to be. Mm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of and especially ad. yeah, the the, the chowder and the, the like 
the quaint ass whiteness of everything and especially in the fall with the leaves changing and everything like Pumpkin i saw a bunch of photos everywhere right yeah like it's it, right it is it is very much as i as i joked around with my wife i was like you're gonna end up doing all of the deborah shit because deborah. it's like karen right because like karen shit is is you being a dickhead to everybody deborah shit is embracing your live laugh love like it, it is the most like it's the name that I expect drunk white women to shout at each other as they're in the street because they've been drinking like, <laughs> you know, rosé way too long. Yeah. And it's been six hours of rosé and little fucking finger sandwiches. <laughs> and like they're piling into the streets of fucking Connecticut and they're like, Debra, Debra, live. Oh, my God, Debra. <laughs> they have clogs. Oh, my God, they have clogs. <laughs> we should get clogs. What is like, it? Okay. Live through the ditches and love through the witches and laugh, live, laugh, love, live through <laughs> the witches and laugh through the ditches and love in the love back, in of, the my back of my Dragula. Yeah. Dragula. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so she fucked off and had a great time without me. So literally like Aww. she got back that Thursday. Yeah. She literally days before our wedding reception and she fucks off to Connecticut. But anyway, so I'm definitely not bitter about any of that. Trip. Um, but it's a good so, thing. She listens. to the She probably will, honestly, but that's, that's fine. I got no issue there. I didn't say anything wrong. She, she knows it. I'm jealous. I don't hide it. Um, but so I ended up here at the house all week with just the dog and I, and I knew that we were going to end up doing that. And that's totally fine. So the day before that Saturday, it's Halloween fell on a Sunday. Mm. I hung out with the significant other of one of her other friends, the girl gang and a bunch of her friends. And we ended up tearing out the laptops. He set up a goddamn land party in Ooh. his living room. We ended up playing back for blood. The, yeah, the, the left, new sequel to like dead. the Left 4 Dead series. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then afterwards set up everything that I could play Grand Theft Auto online with them. <laughs> now, here's the best part. They ended up handing me a ridiculous gaming laptop with the controller and everything else. Like they were like, you, you got to basically it was like I hung out there for eight hours or so. <laughs> drove back. Right. Drove back. <laughs> Let the dog out, fed the dog, hung out with the puppers and everything else like that, and then sat down on the couch. They sent everything home with me so that I could continue to game with them <laughs> until like one in the morning. See, so then we yeah. get into Sunday, and I've been in this house since 2017, but that was December 17. So I've had a couple years of having halloween here and if you've ever been to my home and if you haven't i am in the towson area in some of the brick homes that are there and it's kind of a tight-knit community and it's it's a lot of houses on top of each other and you would have a reasonable expectation there would be a lot of kids yeah for candy yeah so like my first year i fucking stocked stocked i bought four giant fuck bags of candy and i was prepped and we had four trick-or-treaters. Oh, no. <laughs> My second year, I bought half of that. We had five trick-or-treaters. I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I ended up at um, my wife's place when we were dating. I abandoned my home for Halloween. She lived in a, like, 
townhome apartment-ish kind of mixed complex sort of thing. They had a bunch of kids. I bought a bunch of candy. Oh, must have handed yeah. out candy to a hundred kids or something like that. Yes. It was great. Yes. It's like, I'm, I'm dressed as Macho Man. So like I hit the door and the parents were like, oh yeah, I'm handing beers out to them because <laughs> I made sure I stocked up. Like I bought like two cases of Coors Light and just had them on ice at the door. So the parents, and I literally like, they'd see me and they'd shout and be like, beer? And they'd be like, yes. I was like, <laughs> I got you. So I was handing out beer to the parents and I was handing out candy to the kids and I'm having a great time. And, you know, she's laughing her ass off. We're having a great time. Yada, 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 yada. So anyway, I find myself here this year and we're hanging out. And... I am concerned now. I find myself Saturday. I'm running all over. I'm like, fuck it. No kids are going to show up. Whatever. I'll throw some fruit snacks in a bowl. I'll hand them out. Whatever. <laughs> fuck the kids. Fruit snacks in a bowl. <laughs> fuck the kids. I'll turn the lights off. Whatever. And then my guilt starts getting the best. Of me. Oh, yeah. And I go out to Target in the morning. And there's not a bag of candy anywhere. No. And then I come home after going grocery shopping and I'm chilling out and it's bothering me. And I'm chit-chatting with Nicole and I'm like, man, I feel real guilty about not having anything. And she's like, are you going to go back out? And I was like, I don't want to fucking leave. I'm really <laughs> comfortable. Like, this is my time off. This is me time. I have. I GTO. should be playing video games. <laughs> yeah. I like, I should be, I, I look, Jamie, I made, I made a meatloaf. I had, I was behaving too. Cause like I had mashed cauliflower. I made Whoa. gravy from scratch. Whoa. Like I, your boy is getting serious about it. Cause I'm like, fuck it. I can eat it over a couple days. It's time to treat myself. It's Sunday. We're going to cook. So like we're getting at four o'clock. I'm putting together meatloaf ingredients. I'm hand mixing shit, getting all up in it. And the kids aren't coming. And I'm like, man, all right. So I shelf the meatloaf. I throw it in the fridge. I wash my hands. I put the dog away. I go to the grocery store. I'm like, there's bound to be something. There's nothing. There's mm. fucking nothing. Mm. I bought Christmas themed peppermint patties and little nutcracker Reese's cups because it's the only thing I could find. And my response was basically, fuck the kids. They'll eat whatever I give them. They That's will. Fine. Yeah. And they will. And they, they will. absolutely will. They absolutely so, will. Anyway, two bags of each later, because by the way, this is the only thing I can find. Now, lucky for me, if the kids bail, I love your peppermint patties. And I don't know a person alive who doesn't have an allergy who turns down a Reese cup. Like, it might not be your favorite, but if I'm like Reese cup, you're like, yeah. I, I like I, <laughs> okay, cool. So the sum total of the evening. I get ambitious at the first kid. Now, the first kid, oh my God. <laughs> Sweet little girl and her brother, and I have the door open. And in my house, what I have along the door frame are LED light strips that are mounted along the door frame that illuminate the door from the inside. So this way, in between my, my, my screen door and my actual door, are a set of light strips. So it lights up the door. So I don't have to have the big outdoor light on. I can change it to different colors, what have you. So like it's Halloween. I've got the red lights lit up in the door. I've got the, you know, the flamingos with the bones on the yard. I've got yeah, a yeah. bunch of other stuff set up. Like I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about our Halloween decorations and I've got the door open 
the the main door. So everything's just kind of cast illuminated in red. And I am basically telling the kids, hey, I'm open for business. I got candy. You show up, knock on the door, come say hi. I'm here for you. So the first kid knocks and my dog, Seuss, and for those of you who don't know, Seuss is a big, sweet dog, but he is very much, when I say big, big, right? Like he, he's a, he's a horse. uh, We think he's a pit bull, great Dane mix. He's 85 pounds. He's a big dog. He's a pony. And he's right. He's a pony. He's a big sweetheart, but he's very much a pony. So he laying on the couch, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. He's laying on the couch, meatloaf's in the oven, and everything's fine. The kid walks up to the door, not thinking. I don't have a doorbell. Tap, 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 no problem. And all you hear is Seuss from the middle of the room. Hops up, runs toward the door, slides, bumps his face against the glass. I hear this sweet little girl go, ah, and runs away. Oh, no. I feel terrible. I'm <laughs> shouting through the house. No, no, no. Come back. He's really sweet. I promise. I'm so sorry. I grab the bowl, mask on, pop outside, see the kids. Her brother, who's like seven, she's like maybe three or four. He's like seven or eight. He's laughing his tits off. He's having a great time. He's up by the door. Hi, puppy. Like just totally happy camper. Poor sweet little girls in like a little princess dress. I assume I'm going to have like five kids. So I see that. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Mom is down like at the end of, of my sidewalk, fucking laughing her shit off, like just loving every bit of this. And I'm apologizing, trying to coerce the, the little girl to come back and do the trick or treating thing and everything. And she like tentatively, like I meet her like halfway of like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, is he really kind? And I was like, he's a big sweetheart. I promise you. And she's like looking back around. She's like, can I meet the big dog? And she's like, yes, it's fine. You meet the big dog. <laughs> I got Seuss on the leash. I bring him out. She's giving him all the love. He's everything's fine afterward. Nice. I see these kids. I don't know how long, how many people I'm going to have an interaction with. I immediately like, Hey, hold your bowl out. Big handful. Boom. Big handful. Boom. I hit the both of them. I must've given them each 15 pieces of candy. No fucking around. Just yeah, right nice, at the gate. Nice, nice. Right. Cause I'm like, fuck it. I don't need a bunch of candy sitting around and they're going to love it way more than I am. And worst case, mom's going to love the peppermint patties. Cause fucking old people love peppermint patties. Like we're, ah, we're good. I'm doing everybody a favor. Patties. Right. They thank me. Tell me to have a great night. Big waves all around. Cool. Great. Fine. No problem. Everything's great. All right. One kid turns into five kids, five kids turns into eight kids. And I start to get nervous at five kids. And I'm like, fuck, I don't think I have enough candy. I threw out way too much candy. Cause like every kid I saw, it was like, boom. Bam. And right. Like I'm hitting them up. If I had the ability to buy full candy bars, I would have just done it. Like I would have just got them by the case. I don't have a Costco membership. So like I would have been the full candy bar guy. I got no problem with that. I'm handing out full Snickers. Here you go, kids. Rock and roll. Like, just fuck it. It's one time a year. What do I care? Um, so eight kids happens. We're getting up on like seven thirty, eight o'clock. And then no one else. Oh. Some total I had eight kids. Oh. It's the most I've ever had, which is a good sign that that number is going to grow. And that for the lack of, or sorry, to not sound like a fucking like, 
right wing pundit. Things are getting back to normal. But like it was nice to see kids out there masked up and everything else like that. But like willing to go knock on doors and parents walking around with all of them and like having that really nice interaction. And every one of them, by the way, being total sweethearts, great kids saying hi, saying trick or treat, thanking me, big waves, parents, kids, whole nine. So like I had a really great experience in that sense, but like I definitely had a bit of panic there, but at the same time, (laughs) it's like, I really wish I had more than eight. Like I wanted to run out of candy for the first time. I wanted to be like, (laughs) sorry guys, turn the lights off and just like wait for it. But then I realized that part of the problem is when I looked around, I was the only house in like, five houses in every direction oh, across the street that was giving out candy. Yeah. And I realized like I think the as an unfortunate byproduct of the trunk or treat crowd, which I think is a really great thing to create a safe environment for kids to be able to trick or treat, nobody bothers to do it on Halloween. Mm. And it's like, okay. It makes me wonder like how do we find a nice middle ground where parents and kids feel safe about the environment. They go walking themselves around it, but like kids don't feel discouraged about that because honestly, if I walked up and down the street and nobody fucking bothered, like I'm knocking on doors and people ain't answering, ain't replying, like just fuck it. Why bother? Yeah. I'm going to give up on doing that. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, and maybe I'm being an old man about it of like getting excited about trick or treat, but like, I remember how exciting that was. It is, it is, it is very fucking cool. And like, like yeah. going out because it also it creates a bit of independence for the kids. Hey, go walk up to this strange house. There's going to be a stranger there. You need to knock on the door. You need to have a social interaction with them. Say trick or treat. Hold the bag out. Be polite. Be respectful. Say thank you and move on. Everybody feels good about that. Teaches the kids independence. Teaches your neighbors to not be dickheads all the time. Like there's <laughs> a nice kind of trade off that happens here. And I worry it's going by the wayside. Yeah. But I don't know. What, what was yours like? Uh, we had the opposite experience. Because okay. like our neighborhood was out in fucking force. Like, so this was the first year that Hazel had a crew. Because um, up, until, up until the panorama, like we, we didn't go out into the neighborhood much. We were never part of the pool. So like the pool turns out to be like the center of activity for the entire neighborhood. So, you know, before Hazel, before, before last year, Hazel had no, no desire to go swimming. Okay. She had no desire to go swimming. So this year she's, she, she got into swimming or was it last year? I don't know what fucking years are anymore. Yeah. I I think it would have been this year because last year would have been pandemic time. Yeah. And I don't think there was anything going on. So I think this year would be kind of the independent, like, yeah. Hey, this is a thing that's happening. Yeah. So she, she got to meet some of the kids in the neighborhood every year. The, the family down the street from us has a big Halloween party and that becomes home base for all of the kids. And then from home base, they go on their route. And apparently there's a house in uh, back that way. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm pointing in, mm-hmm. in random directions. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but there's a, there's a cul-de-sac and they love Halloween. They hook that shit up. So everybody goes around their routes and ends up at this, this cul-de-sac in this neighborhood. So Hazel was dressed as Anna from uh frozen. frozen yeah okay um because she 
it, it took her a while to figure out what she wanted to be. And then we had, um, we had a, on a dress that didn't have the emblem on that okay. didn't have the emblem on it that she inherited from, uh, I think her cousin. Okay. She's like, well, that does, it doesn't have the Arendelle emblem on it. No one's going to know who I am. So like we, we did a, 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 a quick shopping thing and there was a choice between like the, the Anna formal dress or the Anna travel outfit. And Audrey and I were both like, you got to get the travel outfit. It's yeah. cooler. It has yeah. a, it has a cape thing. If you don't want the oh, cape, yeah. you could take it off. I mean, fuck yeah. It's got the boots. Well, we had to get boots. She needed boots anyway, but like you get the boots, you got yeah. it, it looks better. It fucking cool. looks better. Um, awesome. so she hooked up with her crew and we we started the route. There's a route that they do every single year, and this one girl in her in her in her group was like, come on, Hazel, come on, guys. We're going this way. Then we're going to this house. Then we're going this way. And so, so we're like, yes, we Fuck are going, yeah. we're All going right. there. We are going right on tiny person. Yeah, yeah. You, you got this worked out. Like anybody, if I've learned anything from being this guy, a lot of times yeah. you walk in with an abundance of confidence, everybody else is going to be like, well, fuck yeah. Let's just follow this person. They seem to know what they're following doing. You. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> her, her mom uh, likes to get the entire neighborhood drunk. So she had, <laughs> she, she had a second home base. So like when you go after the, the first home base, you yeah, stop yeah, off yeah. at her place. If you okay. want jello shots, if you want any kind of shots, if you want some <laughs> hard cider, if Hell you yeah. want a bunch of beer. So we All lost, right. we lost a couple of parents on the way. Right. As you do, as, as you, you do. do, this is a group effort. I get yeah. this. This is time for, it's an all hands on deck situation. Yeah. Um, they, they brought pillowcases and Hazel had her little Charlie Brown skull, skull bucket. And by yeah. the end of the night, I was looking at Audrey. I was like, next year we're bringing a fucking pillowcase. And I was going to say that was get filled. Yeah. I was going to say that was definitely something that I learned early on is go hard with the pillowcase. Oh yes, Because you're going to be way happier about it all oh, yeah. in all. Yeah. And I remember also kind of nudging my dad into letting me get the fun pillowcases <laughs> that may actually go along with the outfit. So like yeah. little like nine year old me being macho man alongside the macho man pillowcase and yes. be like, yeah, right on brand. Right. So like, did I look like a dork? Probably. Was I a <laughs> fucking happy dork? hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, the, all of the kids in the neighborhood were out in force. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they just, it was, it was insane. Cause like last year, I don't know if anyone was trick or treating last year. We certainly didn't really go anywhere. Um, Audrey, right. one of Audrey's former coworkers uh, lives up the street now. And he was handing, he, he came to our house, gave Hazel a bag of candy and then, and then went back. Cause like it, it was in the middle of the panorama and no one was doing anything. No, uh, I, I get that. But at the same time, that's a really sweet thing to just be like, Hey, just cause the world sucks. Doesn't mean Halloween has to suck for you. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fucking rad. Yeah. Um, so this, this year, all of the kids were out. The teenagers were out. The little teeny boppers were out. The mix of teeny boppers and teenagers were out. Right. They were doing their route. We were doing our route. <clears throat> and then we, it was time to go to the cul-de-sac. These people built a fake gate to make it look like you were entering a cemetery. Fuck yeah! In the middle of the roundabout, they had fake gravestones and ghosts on the tree and stuff. God damn it, it, look, not, I, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. 
bunch of fucking white people. Yes, 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 yes. Like I, this Whole is show. one of those. <laughs> this is one of those catch twenty twos of white people <laughs> where like we're awful a lot of the time, and then the holidays that don't really matter, we go fucking hard. <laughs> like because we've got no like it's it's all Pat Boone and mayonnaise based salads most of the Bubba time. Luba, right. Boom. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So like we can be real fucking uncomfortable but when it comes to Halloween or like Christmas or whatever it is, we are the kind of people who will set the lights to music and yes. we will absolutely yes. build the fake fucking cemetery gates and be yes. like, this seems extra as fuck, but hell yeah, Becky get after that shit. Yeah. So, uh, center gravestones, ghosts, trees, love it. On the left Outstanding. side, on the left side, there is a, a, a station wagon with the with the hood pump popped right in the driver's side is a skeleton because, of course, there is trying to fix the car is a scarecrow with his ass crack hanging out. His <laughs> ass crack is two big pumpkins. I, I, I equally love and hate all of this. This is the most white people shit because yeah. you've literally created a turducken of shit I'm into. Yeah. Where it's just like, is it spoopy? Is yeah. it dumb? Does yeah. it involve wagons? Yeah. Like I'm here for all of this. Yeah. At the end of the the opposite end, the the piece de resistance for this neighborhood, the people who live in the corner have put an entire fuck kraken. In their yard. What? A, they've constructed a, a giant octopus. Wow. There are tentacles. They're all glowing up. There's a tentacle grabbing a skeleton suspended in the air. There's a big fucking octopus coming out of the ground. Apparently, the people who live there, the mother, the, 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 the woman who lives there, her father used to be a mortician. So they used to do a graveyard like with actual like stuff from a mortuary and shit. Like well that. then, all right. This is your, but this year they decided to go even further and go the Kraken <laughs> route. So they have like fakes, fake mist and all this kind of shit and everything. So decorations on point car yeah, yeah, yeah. on point gate on point. Right. They hand out to everyone in the neighborhood for free homemade hot ass apple cider. Big old jug of rum, should you want to kick it up a few notches like Emerald and assorted baked goods like cupcakes and fucking cookies. And like, there's Hell a, yeah, there's like a donut hole with a eyeball on it. So they like the, the donut, like the powdered donut hole eyeball thing, like this and, and candy too. But like they, they do it all. I'm telling they, you, Jamie, this is what I'm saying. White people get a lot of shit wrong, but when we come through, we fucking come through. Oh yes. We nail, oh, yes. we nail Halloween. Like yeah. honestly from like early October and provided one of us understands how spice works <laughs> up through Thanksgiving and Christmas, white people go hard. <laughs> and usually we get it mostly right. Like yeah. Yeah. We, we can falter like Halloween. We get Right. Yeah. Thanksgiving's a, a mixed bag. Christmas, depending on whether or not you're racist piece of shit, you can yeah. get super wrong. Yeah. But like as far as decorations and effort, yeah, we do fucking try. Like oh, this is yeah. our time to shine. Like there, yeah. there's a there's a like the second the temperature starts to drop and leaves start to change color, we're like, it's our time. I it's our it time. Was, yeah, it's it's our it is our time to try and make up 
for every bit of awful we can and we're going to fall short real hard but there's going to be donut holes and we're going to show you that we give a shit it it was amazing i <laughs> like it, you expect this kind of thing at a theme park or like a, a haunt like one of those haunt places you yeah, don't expect you, it down the fuck street you do when you've got some martha stewart ass neighbors like this is <laughs> Jamie, this is why you bought the house in the neighborhood that you did. You yeah. knew who you were moving near. This is why you had to work a little harder and wait a little longer to buy that house because <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Fucking enjoy that shit. And like, I am I am so happy that Hazel made Hazel brought us out of our shell. Like we would because we're on the edge of the neighborhood. Like we yeah. face, we face the main drag. There's no reason for us to go back into the neighborhood because our right. the our house faces the driveway. You got yeah. places to go. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the bus stop, like our house is a way station. Here yeah. you go. Here you go. But right. back back a couple of blocks, all this other shit is happening. And it's been happening. And because Hazel was able to like make friends and make those connections, we were able to make friends and make connections. And we were able to experience the fucking apple cider house. <laughs> with their giant jug ass of rum so you could spice your apple cider and like the, all of this tracks amazing. for me <laughs> like yeah I, this this is what i always hope halloween was like honestly moving in the neighborhood that i did like i was hoping there was going to be because like we have some families around but, like i really thought this was going to happen and it just never has. And I don't know if like, I just, I think what happens is we got to have a kid and I just got to be the guy. Yeah. I, I just, I think I need to just be like, Hey, it's Halloween. And we like find the, you know, the soundtrack up and we set up all the everything. And basically right. The second somebody pokes their head, I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'd be like, yo, I have beverages and candy for kids and everyone is welcome. Please, as weird as this sounds, come hang out. Come say hi. Even if it's for five minutes, I'll pour you a glass. You can fuck off and call me a weirdo later on. Or, like, or maybe six years from now, yeah. they'll be like, yo, Brandon, are you doing the thing? I'll be like, fuck yeah, I am. Or, fuck yeah. or, or, or because you live closer, you could just go to Dan's neighborhood because apparently they, they go like, hard. They go hard. Like he... He had to, he handed out 500, like 500 pieces of candy one year. See, this is what, I'm, this is what bothers me is like Dan's neighborhood is relatively than like now, granted, I think the take home pay for the average person who lives in Dan's neighborhood is about 35,000 more than the average person that I live with. So maybe that's the different, like maybe that's a Mason Dixon line is like, it's a, <laughs> it's an income issue maybe, of maybe. like, people just can't fucking afford candy. Cause by the way, that shit ain't cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't really argue that, but just there's, there's that, that part of me that just like, I have a relatively welcoming community around me. Why the fuck can't we do this? And the only thing I can hope is that, by trying to have a positive interaction with everybody else who I dealt with next year, parents will come out again. And next year I'm going to try and prep and fuck it. I'm going to hold myself to it. Now I'm doing full candy bars next year. Yes. Yes. I'm going to buy them in advance. I'll buy yeah. them in like fucking August or something like that, yeah, but I'm yeah, doing yeah. 
Full fucking Snickers bars and Reese's cups. Full candy bars. Full candy bars. And I'm just going to do it. And that's going to be how this works. And just, I got to try and make sure that the kids have a great time. Because God damn it, somebody has to enjoy this shit. And I have to make sure that not everybody they deal with who's a random stranger is a grumpy fuck. Like kids deserve better than that. I got to be that guy. I just, I have to, I have to do the full bars. Like I'm going to buy... And this is going to be a problem for me. I'm going to buy a hundred candy bars next year and I'm going to see what happens. Nice. Um, But the other thing I really liked is all the adults who answered the doors, they were all in costume. Like we had Jedi's, we had like, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a lot of kids. I think you need a lot of kids in there. I think you need a lot of kids, right? Because like I literally, I pulled the Lucha mask out with the thought process of like, I'll wear a Lucha mask. And I was like, for who? And this is the problem is it's a self-defeating prophecy. But like, if you don't have the kids, you don't put the effort in. Yeah. And like, I gotta, I almost think I have to will it into existence, but I, I don't want to be that guy that was like, who hangs out all night dressed like Gandalf. And then <laughs> like the night ends and I was like, well, those eight children, they'll make it to Eisen Garden. <laughs> it's like, no, Gandalf, no, that's not, no. <laughs> Right, because like <laughs> it's it's equally optimistic and fucking sad because it's just gonna end up with me doing just a series of fucking Instagram posts of like, who wants to be a hobbit? Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but it it was it was good, um, and I I like that aspect of of because I growing up we didn't go out Halloween. And it's not because we didn't like Halloween. It's because we were busy. Because I used to do karate. Right. Four nights a week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's four years of no trick-or-treating. So like by the time we got to a year where we were trick-or-treating, we were staying home and handing out candy to people. And that was that was pretty cool. So right. like <clears throat> now that we got Hazel and she's on the squad, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, nah, dude, that's that's it's, it's super cool. I'm, I'm so glad you actually got a chance to have a really nice and fun Halloween. Like given the lack of your previous experience with it and also everything that happened since COVID. Yeah. There is a very real possibility that everybody's Halloween this year could be kind of meh. Yeah. So it's fucking rad that you had an awesome one. That's that makes me super happy. We were, we were very happy. (laughs) It was, it was the right time. It was like the timing worked out. Like, I don't know. It was, it was great. Uh, we have we have Hazel to thank for it. Like, That's awesome. She's the one who brought us out of our cocoons. So. I'm not exactly surprised. We arrive like Mothra. <laughs> I, the the shouting period, or, sorry, the yelling period, <laughs> is the one who's gonna like shocking. <laughs> I, I've said it before. I say it again. Your daughter is a fucking delight, and she <laughs> makes all of us better people. She really does. Like, goddamn. <laughs> All right. Well, the boot's almost empty. So you want to wrap this motherfucker up? Yeah, Brandon, where can people find you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chugging on the boot. Does boot. I'll kill him in a second. Anyway, you can find me and Das Boot on Instagram at Ooh. that guy Chalmers. Jamie Naguchi, where can they find you? Um, Instagram, Jamie Naguchi, Twitter, Angry Zen Master. And uh, wherever you find this podcast, so Spotify, YouTube, all that shit, Facebook, I 
I'm on Facebook. I don't use it. I'm there. <sighs> Excuse me. Or Meta. Meta. Yeah. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. No, let's not be sad. We, <laughs> let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. We, well, I, I, I killed a boot. We <laughs> talked about candy and rad candy. Halloweens. Yeah. Let's not end it with Mark Zuckerberg's sad <laughs> ass. We're better than that, and we know it. I am looking forward to next Halloween. I hope I hope I have ch- a chance to make better costumes. Audrey and I oh, went yeah. as Power Rangers. Our costumes are falling apart because they're like three or four years old. So yeah. I gotta I gotta up our games. So. But I'm betting you had the nicest helmets of anybody. We had way better helmets than the the, the little kids running around in Rangers. Right. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. My like, helmet's better than yours, little fucker. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Be sure to tell them that. That builds character. <laughs> yeah. I built this myself. What did you do? Mommy, Dad, how can you buy me? I bought mine from Target. I'm the Green Ranger. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Jesus didn't tap. Go get a fucking Snickers bar, you shit ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sorry. Remember how I said we shouldn't ruin it? (laughs) Wrong guy. All right. Uh, But yeah, next Halloween, full candy bars, better costumes. It's going to be awesome. Yep, 100%. Uh, Bye, you fucks. Be kind to each other. 